Welcome back to Sarah from Texas. Today, I've got Jenny Blaze with Bravo and Blaze, one of the first friends, internet friends I ever met after I started doing my fan account. How are you? Hi, Sarah. It's so good to see you. Thank you for having me. Awesome. All the way to New York from Texas. I bet your weather is a lot colder than my weather today. Yeah, I think so. Probably. Yeah. Are y'all snug up? <laughs> yeah, I haven't left my house in like two days. <laughs> oh, that's good. That sounds perfect. I saw Andy Cohen uh, posting that it was snowing again in New York City. Oh. Now, do y'all get a lot of snow? Y'all probably get more snow than New York City, right? We usually do. And it it's a little bit co colder up here, but it's not yeah. that much different. And I don't know the weather can be very drastically different between the city and up here, but sometimes, but for the most part, they're very similar, I would say. Oh my gosh. Well, tell everyone where they can find you. Cause I know all that, but tell everyone. You can find me on social media at Bravo and blaze on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Then I have a YouTube channel at Jenny Blaze and also my Bravo and Blaze with Jenny Blaze podcast is available on Spotify, Apple, iHeartRadio and wherever you get your podcasts. You are amazing. I love that. So how did Bravo and Blaze come about? I know, but maybe everyone doesn't. Well, actually, it was kind of an accident. I knew that I was a cannabis advocate. Mm -hmm. um, cannabis changed my life and I didn't, I was at home during COVID with two children under the age of two and a tween who was doing remote school for like a whole year. I was losing my mind, right? <laughs> but also thinking about maybe going into cannabis advocacy. That's when I was watching Bravo and started live tweeting. I didn't know people live tweeted. I didn't realize there was a whole community online. And it just kind of blew my mind and opened up these doors that, where I was like, I walked in and I felt like I was at home. <laughs> like oh, we, I love that. You know, we all speak the same language. We get it. We know all of, like the quotes. We can compare things. We can turn life lessons out of what we're watching. And I am fascinated with, you know, how we're all watching the same thing, but we all take away different things from that. And one thing that I noticed while I was watching Bravo is that as a cannabis advocate, I noticed they don't talk about cannabis that much on Bravo. And also when they did, they would revert to the old stereotypical Cheech and Chong type of, I don't know, vibe. And I just didn't like that. So yeah. I purposely started Bravo and Blaze with the intention of bridging the gap between mainstream pop culture media and the true cannabis industry as an extension of health and wellness and you know more of a focus on the health and wellness side versus the recreational side which uh -huh. no shade if people you know use recreationally that's cool but um, there are a lot of people that use it medicinally and right. it's life-changing so i'm glad i feel like i accomplished what i was trying to do because now they talk about weed a lot on bravo like, it's almost too much that I can't cover all of it. <laughs> Especially uh, Beverly Hills, don't you feel like, with Mauricio and uh, Sutton? Well, yeah, I saw, like, I stopped watching Beverly Hills. I quit Beverly Hills. New Jersey, I also quit once I started talking about weed because... Now, that's was... interesting. Tell me more about why you would quit watching when they finally do start talking about cannabis. Yeah, so Margaret Joseph, she had called Jennifer Aiden a drug addict for... Yeah smoking weed and right. 
obviously I'm like, I can't sit back and do nothing about that. That's like a direct hit towards my community and my cause. So yeah. I wrote a little blog article saying, you know, like Margaret Joseph's, um, what did I say? Margaret Joseph's um, declares war on the cannabis community. Wow. <laughs> I mean, I was just Not being fired. like, I was being a little cheeky, but like, I didn't really think anything would come out of it. And I wasn't, I wasn't mean or nasty about it. I was just like, very matter of fact, like, it's not okay for people to call other people drug addicts when they, especially when they have children. That's one of the reasons why I became a cannabis advocate is because there are still people who are getting their children taken away. There are people wow. who are getting locked up and it's injustice because if you look at the origins of prohibition, it all stems from systemic racism. So. Okay. Yeah. So you literally stopped watching Beverly Hills and New Jersey because of that. Well, not because of that. Okay, so Margaret Joseph, she had said this. I wrote a blog article and I wanted to, I don't usually call out Bravo Lebs like that. Yeah. And it was pretty bold of me to do, right? <laughs> to say that. So I just let her know and I wrote a note saying like, I just wanna let you know like my story that I was able to get off prescription medication and blah, blah, blah. Not thinking she's gonna read it at all she responded immediately and yeah. she i offered for her to come onto my podcast and talk about it she accepted and came on the podcast there was one person who followed me from like the beginning of when i started bravo and blaze who was so upset that i interviewed margaret didn't listen to the interview didn't care what the interview was about they just immediately shut down because of Margaret Josephs and started attacking me personally, using oh, things wow. like, you know, you and I talk in DMs and like, I share personal information with people in DMs sometimes that I right. don't post publicly because I'm not trying to hide anything, but there's certain things that, you know, like need to be filtered. And sure. he took it upon himself to twist the things that I had told him in confidence and like, like, told this narrative that was completely false about me and also slandered my child. And that's when I was like, okay, now you've crossed the line. This is a lawsuit. Wow. And I just quit Jersey because I'm like, this is what's wrong with the Bravo community is that we have toxic people who make it not fun. And I'm here to enjoy myself, not to, you know, like slander people and go after their children. <laughs> yeah. So was that a content creator or a Bravo celebrity? No. no, it was a, a fan. It was a fan. Okay. So how did things end with you and Margaret? Like y'all, y'all ended the podcast. Did it go yeah. well? Do y'all so, still have a, like a DM relationship? Yeah. So we are fine and I, I'm never going to come after someone based on what I see on television on a reality show. And yeah. I just, you know, told her what my cause was and you know why I thought it was important for us to talk. I found that interviewing housewives while their season is airing is not for me because there was a lot of things that were gonna be told later on that we I couldn't share. And I respect, you know, Bravo's whole production. Like I would be pissed if I had a now <clears throat> excuse me, if I had a network and it was all planned out and we we had this you know machine going and then yeah. 
I got all these little podcasters coming in trying to mess things up. Like I can't imagine. Granted, Bravo should figure out how to mitigate that, but because it's the nature of the beast, like that we're not going to go away. If I go away, someone else is going to come. Like it doesn't matter. They need to figure out how to navigate that. But yeah, I just felt like you know what, <laughs> with the hate, the cyber attack. And just like not being able to be fully transparent, I, it just didn't feel right for me. And I was like, I hate Jersey anyways. It's too toxic. I'm done with it. And I stopped interviewing Bravo Lebs during their seasons. I have interviewed some. Wait, have I interviewed some since then? I don't know. I interviewed Dan Giesling from Big Brother and the Traders recently. Yeah, I know. That was good. And that was like, that felt very different because one, it was after he got off the show. Two, I was going so hard on Dan. I was going probably worse <clears throat> than I was on Tom Sandoval during Scandoval. And that but, was pretty bad. Yeah, that was bad. But <laughs> I, but with Dan, I don't know him at all. And I love that the Traders is a game because anything that happens like it's very dramatic and like there's a lot of emotions involved but at the end of the day it's a game yeah. and so it's like you can't really have any hard feelings about what goes on you know unless somebody plays dirty or you know like i'm sure there's nuances where someone could really truly be mad at someone but for the most part i'm like i don't know this guy i'm just going off of what i see and how he's playing the game i don't know about his family i don't know about his character, I know nothing about him. I'm literally just giving my opinion based on this show. And it was funny because this is why I love the traders. We have this collision of multiple fandoms coming yeah. together, watching the same thing. And we have our favorites, they have their favorites. I didn't know anything about Big Brother before the traders. I didn't even know it was a game show. I literally <laughs> thought it was like real, real world, but like with 24 hour streaming video. And I was like, this is weird. I don't understand this. So I didn't even know it was a game, but I've learned so much. The Big Brother fandom is very, very passionate and yeah. they are loyal to their people. It's funny to me because I'm like, chill. It's just a game. <laughs> yeah. But they're diehard and I respect that too. I don't well, know. and didn't he come out of like reality retirement after like 10 years to yes. do uh, the traders? Yes. And I feel so bad because... I feel like he might be embarrassed about oh, for his performance. Yeah. Or like maybe it hasn't hit him yet. <laughs> but if I was him, I would be so embarrassed. <laughs> okay. So you told, so I've known you before Vanderpump Scandaval happened, right? Mm -hmm. But you totally went into Vanderpump. Now are you even watching season 11? I feel like you're so into the traders, which everyone yeah. is. So am I. <laughs> so Vanderpump Rules season 11, I'm watching it and I'm just not reviewing it like I was during Scandival. And there's a few reasons. One, Tom Scandival drives me insane. Like I just, he's insufferable, exhausting. I don't want to talk about him. Second, I feel like I've seen this season already because right. season 11 is the first reality show first season ever in history of my life watching tv shows where i followed filming so closely to a t like i needed everything and so now when i'm watching back i'm like i i might have fucked up it's it's <laughs> It's disappointing though. I literally, I even bad. know what outfits they're going to wear. Like, Lala, yes. I'm like, oh yeah, I've already seen that on TMZ. Yeah. Oh yeah, I've already seen that on page six. 
Like we know everything. Like in, in anything that we didn't know, isn't that damn exciting in season 11? I like, I don't know yeah. if there'll be a season 12. What do you think? I honestly kind of hope that they stop it after season 11 and leave it on a high note for Ariana, Katie, Lala, all the people that we love and leave the Toms as they are. Like just, they haven't grown. They're not doing that great. Everyone else has grown. They're shining. Let's leave it on a high note. I feel like the Toms could be roommates again in, in their life. I, I, probably I, I That will. wouldn't shock me. Yeah. I'm, I'm surprised they're not, to be honest. Like Tom Schwartz and his bug collection, you know, the dogs, you know, I could totally see this happening. Probably. <laughs> okay. So the traders, did you watch season one? Cause I yes. didn't, but I'm so into season two. Ugh, season one was so good. I was so pleasantly surprised with season one that. I didn't think season two could be better, but okay. season two is better. And I think the reason why is because season one had a mix of like reality TV personalities or TV personalities or celebrities plus normies, you know, like regular people. Yeah. And to me, that just feels a little bit unfair because mm. if I, Reza from Shaws of Sunset was on season one, Kate Chastain right. was on season one. I already know them. I'm a normie. If I go into this normie game or this game on season one as a normie and I know these these celebrities, Ryan Lochte, I know who he is. He's an Olympic yeah. swimmer. <laughs> I feel like that would give all the normies a leg up to put targets on their backs, which maybe is okay. I don't know. I just, I think I want to watch the traders normies only version and celeb version separately okay. that makes sense so i i don't know what distracted me but i just ran out of time i mean there's so many shows that we all love yeah i mean you and i love reality tv so there's so much um but i died out but i wanted to see how brandy glanville ended up doing and i never <gasps> ended up doing it. so brandy spoiler alert why don't you tell me how she did oh my gosh brandy did really well and that's honestly why i think she didn't make it as far to the end this i mean you're watching season two you know like it could really go in any direction at any yeah. point and it's really just one big mind fuck yeah <laughs> and i think based on listening to the ancillary podcast listening or what or talking to some of the people who are on the shows I get this sense that production really put in a lot of effort into creating an experience for the players that would put them in that mindset of playing this game and like really getting intense with their emotions on the betrayals and the loyalties yeah. and all this stuff. And it's just very interesting to watch because especially for viewers, we get to see everything that's going on. We know who traitors are. So it's just hilarious. Yeah. It's comedy because we know who the traitors are and things like Kevin. He's just so clueless. Sheree, <laughs> she's so clueless. And it's hilarious. Yeah. You can't write this. Kevin kind of doesn't even talk very much. I, I did watch <laughs> Bling Empire, so I sort of knew him from that. But he doesn't. we don't get to know him that well at all so far. And it's already episode eight. Oh, I watch Bling Empire, so I feel like I know Kevin, and I'm loving him on this show. I think he's so out of his normal element. 
Yeah. And it's interesting because he's really starting to get passionate about the game and just, just the way he's like calling people out with Phaedra and the eye twitch. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin, you can't just ask people if they grew up with twitches. Like, <laughs> what? So, and did you ever notice a twitch? Because I was chatting with some fans the other day about this and they said they've always noticed that she has a twitch on uh, Real Housewives of Atlanta and Married to Medicine uh, on, and other things that they've seen her on. I'm like, really? See, I didn't follow Real Housewives of Atlanta really closely in the early days. So I only know Phaedra from like Ultimate Girls Trip and yeah. Married to Medicine mostly. I didn't notice it at all. But as soon as they said it, I was like, holy shit. She really does. Oh, then you've noticed it? Yeah, yeah she... When wow. Kevin called her out, her eye twitched immediately. <laughs> okay, so I have to ask Jenny, did Peter make a mistake of not accepting becoming a traitor? I don't think he made a mistake. This is actually, I talk about the strategy behind traitors in a Patreon episode that I just released this week. But I think you need to decide if you're willing to become a traitor before you even start the game. Before okay. you even step foot in there, you need to know, am I willing to, at the nth hour, at the very end, am I willing to betray everyone and just be a traitor? And I think some people can do that. And I, I don't hate on them if they do because it's a game, but some people really can't do that. And I don't hate on them either. I think that Peter, what he should have done when he denied it or when he declined, he should yeah. have told everyone that was his biggest mistake. Like you could, he could have won. He could have made it to the end and he may still, but I don't know about that. <laughs> he just, I think he keeps messing up big time. One, he should have told everyone. Two, he started ostracizing other people from his little inner circle, not realizing that, yes, it's great to have an alliance, but it can't be too strong where people are like, we got to get rid of them simply because they are an alliance, whether they're good or bad. Like They were we almost don't. showing off that they had this click. Oh my gosh, it was yeah. awful. He was so messy. It It's funny to me that he didn't even think his name would be up on the chopping block with, after all this went down. Like, dude, you just lied to everyone. Yeah. <laughs> you are withholding information and you're telling people to go away. Like, that's not going to work in this game. Yeah. I'm curious to see if Kate Chastain is going to accept being a traitor or not. It's kind of oh, late in the yeah. game and she just came out, what, two episodes ago? Um, I don't know how many episodes, but I think she's definitely going to accept. And I just, now that I think about it, I don't know if Phaedra made the right decision in choosing Kate because Kate is kind of the obvious choice because they're all going to know at breakfast next week that somebody yeah. got recruited. And Kate was very vocal and sticking up for Phaedra already. Which is yeah. why I think Phaedra picked her because she feels like, oh, I have somebody who will have my back. Because what I'm noticing about Phaedra as a trader, she's a faithful trader, meaning she rides with her other traders. Like she is willing to protect her other traders. Whereas Dan, he was not yeah. like that at all. He picked Parvati because he knew if I need to, I can throw her under the bus. Yeah. Parvati already was like, yeah, let's do it. Let's get rid of Phaedra. So Phaedra, to me, 
is the most faithful traitor. And I think that whoever she, well, she picked Kate, but I think for her, that means you and I are gonna go to the end. Like that, that's, I, I don't know, that's a feeling I get from Phaedra in her decision at least. Do you think it has something to do with them being Bravo lebs? Like, I feel like yeah. the Bravo lebs are definitely protecting. <laughs> I'm surprised they haven't been more vocal about like, hey, we are the Bravo lebs. They talked about it like episode one or two. Mm -hmm. And now it's just been the fans of us talking about, wait, all the Bravo celebrities are totally protecting each other without really saying it. Yeah. Though. Well, that's what I like, because I think that's what the I mean, it's like an unspoken strategy, right? Like, I see you. We got your back. Even Phaedra was protecting Sheree yeah. with, with the poison child. She's like, uh, uh not today. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can go poison somebody else. And. That's why I'm loving Phaedra, even though she's a traitor, like she's a faithful traitor. I don't like traitor yeah. traitors like Dan. I was like, this guy has to go. He's awful. And I even said as part of my strategy, if I was going on to like, or if I was coaching a Bravo lab who was going on next season, I would tell them go in guns blazing, gunning for the people with the most devious reputation that there is. And that would have been Dan. Sandra, Parvati, and Janelle. I would have got rid of those four immediately. I would have kept CT and Johnny Bananas to help me get gold. Yeah. <laughs> I would have kept Marcus. Um, yeah, I think they're, I think Dan, Dan's ego is what drove the decision and how this game is all playing out. I, okay, I think he had too much power in the beginning. You brought up Marcus. What the hell is going on with him in Larsa Pippen? And was that Holy fake? Was moly. that for rape? What the hell? I don't Just know. Just an argument? Okay, so Super Bowl, they unfollowed each other. Right. She, they started posting cryptic IG stories. And then they get back together. But now we're hearing the Miami reunion filming was... February 7th. Yeah. And we're hearing now that Marcus said something backstage that was really awful about the other woman and it's going to like change everyone's perception of him. Wow. That so scares me. I love Marcus. I met Marcus at BravoCon and like actually sat down and hung out with him for a little while. And yeah. I really like Marcus. So I am nervous about this. I hope I don't change my feelings right so andy cohen on andy cohen live had said um you know we're doing the re before they'd gotten back together in that like 36 hour time slot um but he said you know i'm hosting the traders uh, the traders reunion he goes maybe something will happen and i thought to myself oh this is going to play out long before the reunion and yeah. then of course it'll take weeks or six weeks or longer for the reunion to air so clearly we know we picked it up a lot sooner than that, but he never said anything about the reunion that's Miami thing. So I almost wondered if he even knew about it. Well, the Miami thing. Oh yeah. I don't know. Cause it wasn't on stage. It was backstage. I don't know if Andy knows about it, but I hope that Andy goes to the traders reunion and has every single IG story that Larsa and Marcus were posting during that 36 hour breakup, because it was saying a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Without saying anything. It was. Well, I she was saying something about, you know, basically she, uh, her kids didn't seem to approve because she was saying, you know, like I picked you over my kids and that was a mistake. I didn't hear that one. That was Whoa. one of her stories. Something definitely about her kids. 
definitely about uh, something in his post with his dad, which we know that he has he never approved of the relationship, and then showing that they're hanging out together, watching the Super Bowl together, you know, with pops or whatever he calls him. Oh my gosh, what a so mess. messy! I love so it. messy. <laughs> Speaking of messy, Janelle. Okay, so I know you weren't a big Big Brother fan. She was huge, very popular on Big I Brother. Heard. Okay. Yeah. Um, she's still around. She's been very quiet, in my opinion. Don't you feel like she's been quiet on the traders? Well, Janelle's gone now, but she wait, are we are we talking about Janelle or uh, yeah, I, I said Janelle. I didn't mean Janelle. Um cool. my brain went blank now. <laughs> Janelle was quiet long before I thought she would be gone. She was quieter on the game, I felt like. Oh, you think then like you watch her on Big Brother and she's yes. not. Oh, okay. Well, she, so Janelle has been doing a lot of podcasts. All the podcasts, ancillary podcasts that I've been covering, she's been on like every single one. So oh, she's that. been on with Dan Giesling. She's been on with Johnny Bananas and she's been co-hosting Tamara's Talking Traders podcast where they're having guests on. So Janelle has been giving a lot of insight into like how she was playing the game. She knew Dan was a traitor right away, but she held off on saying anything. I don't know if this is true. Tamara said she knew it was him too, but I feel like she just says things like that. Yeah. That can't be like verified. But um, they were saying, you know, it's part of the game to not say a word about it because then you get a target put on your back if you start saying that. Plus, yeah. Janelle wanted to be a trader, so she wanted Dan to recruit her. And then also, I think she said um, if she protects Dan in the beginning, then she can get farther in the game and then get him out later or something like that. Wow. Yeah. She's been I love Tron Big Brother, but she definitely had a big... Uh... So I know you don't think Dr. Will is that cute. I, I thought he looked bizarre. <sighs> He looks was okay. it makeup? Was it the lighting? I was it talking to someone. I was talking to someone in DMs who nailed it. I was she said he looks waxy. <laughs> oh. And he looks gray. His complexion is gray. He looks like he's yeah. dead. Yeah. So I also like knew corpse. him from Big Brother and that I knew, but I mean, he's been off that for so long, but I knew, I guess he's mostly known nowadays for dermatology, but like removing tattoos. I guess that's kind of his oh. niche or what have you. But, you know, we've seen him on other Big Brothers. He's come back on. He just looked, yeah, his coloring, the makeup, the something was just off. He looks waxy. <laughs> waxy was a good word. Wow. So crazy. Oh so who do you think will end up winning? Sheree and Kevin. Oh, interesting. <laughs> See, I'm wondering if MJ wins because MJ comes on Jeff Lewis Live and the Jeff Lewis Extended show a lot. And all they keep saying, and I didn't track how, how long she was gone. Yes, yeah, she talks about the length. Saying, you were gone a long time. Yeah. They're trying to get her to, to spill it without her really yeah. spilling it. So I don't and know. I, I heard her say on somewhere else where she was like, well, I Oh, actually, I think it was with Jeff Lewis. They were on Watch Robins Live together. They, I think she was telling Jeff, like, you should go on it. And they're talking about the length of time. And he's like, well, how long were you on it? She's like, well, I can't say. He's like, why? Right. <laughs> and she goes, well, because then it ruins the game. He's like, oh, right. okay. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe, yeah, yeah think, she might make it to the end. I think he said he was offered the show. He was offered yeah. a couple of those shows, but 
you know, you don't know when you're coming home. So he yeah. does have a live radio show and he's got a kid. I mean, yeah. you know, so he's got reasons that he's like, I can't. I would love to see Jeff Lewis on that show. I, I feel like I would see, love to see anyone on that show. I, the, I don't ever want to be on like a Bravo show, but the traders, I think I, I would sign up for that one. <laughs> wow. So we know season three is coming back. Is it going to be celebrities only from now on? Or have they even said? I don't think we know for sure. Um, I hope they stick to just celebrities. But I also like, I want multiple iterations. I want a normie version going. I want a celebrity version going. I need more UK seasons coming out. I need more Australia. I want to live, breathe, eat the traders all day long. There's actually a cruise next year called the Cruise of Deception. It's a seven day long cruise with people from the traders who are like team leads and they each have like 100 people on their team. 80 of them are faithfuls, 20 are traders. And for seven days, they do like all these missions and stuff like that. Wow. <laughs> I was like, maybe, I don't know. Like that's seven days is a long time, but I don't know. I might do it. We'll see. So I haven't watched the other versions. I heard UK is really good, though. Alan Cumming is only the host of this US version, though, right? But it was filmed in Scotland, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So where I do the other right. ones film? I think they might be using the same castle. I'm not sure. Oh. I haven't watched the other, um, the other versions yet, but oh, okay. I'm going to after this season is done. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, so besides Traders, what else do you watch? What else are you obsessed with? I still watch Vanderpump Rules. I still watch Miami um, and Below Deck. I love that Captain Carrie is taking over. I kind of predicted it and I almost feel like it's my fault. And I feel bad because I didn't mean to get rid of Captain Lee. So I feel like I like made some like reckless witchy moves into oh, the universe. Because no. I was saying when Captain Carrie started his first season on Below Deck Adventure, I was blown away. I'm like, this guy is everything. He's like perfect. He's very professional. He's all business, but he also like, he'll give people enough trust, but you know, to like take things on their own and, you know, have ownership on their own, I guess. Yeah. But he also will not tolerate things. Like he's very on top of it. I really love him. I think he's great. So what do you think happened with Captain Lee? Was he fired? It didn't seem like he didn't. It seemed like he wanted to come back on Below Deck. Yeah, it sounds like he didn't want to leave Below Deck. And that's why I was saying on my uh, recap or review for The Traders this week, I think maybe Captain Lee should come on for season three of The Traders. Ooh. I'd just be worried about the missions. But I think he would do a really good job outside of the missions. Yeah, he's in pretty good shape. What's he, about 63-ish? I'm not sure how old he is, but his hip was always, like, it was making me nervous oh. when he was on below deck after he had surgery. And I was like, I can't watch this. This is, oh, it made me so sad. Did you watch the, what was he doing, like a recap show with um with Kate Cash? Kate, Kate did, yeah. did you watch that one? What was it called? Bravo? Some Bravo on the couch or something? Yeah, I think I watched some of it. It was good. I love was anything with Kate. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love her. What else do you watch him? You listen to a lot of podcasts. So you listen to the, all the podcasts that are about the traders. Yeah, but they're kind of dying out. Like in the beginning, there were 
multiple episodes I had to catch up on. But now Dan Giesling is, hasn't been releasing any new episodes. Johnny, <clears throat> Johnny Bananas hasn't released any new episodes. Just Talking Traders is still going. So I'm covering that. But there's so much that I want to talk about with the traders. It's not just like recapping. I, I like to talk about the strategy. I like to talk about predictions and where things may have gone wrong or where things could have improved. I just love, I think I might be a gamer. <laughs> <laughs> so this is your thing is, is the gamer instead of Bravo. I, it might be. And now that I'm thinking about it, reality competition is probably the perfect space for me because I love reality TV, but I just don't like how heavy it gets. Like yeah. with Bravo, Vanderpump rules and everything those are their actual lives. And like the consequences don't go away, at least with the traders after the game is over, like you can move on with your life. <laughs> yeah. Especially cause like you said, it is a game. So at least if they're lying, if they're manipulating, if they're, you know, it's part of the game, they can yeah. talk at the season finale. This was my strategy, yeah. Yeah. but then they get in some win for that, you, you know, on survivor, big brother, you know, when it all comes down to the vote, sometimes we've seen in the past, they win for that strategy and sometimes they mm -hmm. lose for that strategy. Mm -hmm. It's you can't ever figure it out, which is why these games continue going. But if you yeah. love Bravo, when they incorporate so many Bravo celebrities into the traders or other shows, that's probably what keeps you so interested. Yeah, I love it. I mean, I am still interested to watch the other versions where they don't have Bravo Lebs because they didn't have that many Bravo Lebs in season one. And I still loved it. And even like some of the normies, I was like, <laughs> some of them are so crazy. Michael, the most unhinged normie I've ever seen. He's like threatening Kate to vote. He's like, you better vote for Geraldine or else I'm voting for you. While they're running to go dig up one of their team members who's buried underground. Like, oh, wow. <laughs> That's in season one. <laughs> I think I need to go back and watch season one. Yes, 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 yes. I, I want to see how, how far my girl Brandy Glanville went. She did good. I wish yeah. she was able to go longer. She, but that's why she got out is because she was doing so good. She spoke yeah. out too much. Yeah. You kind of well, have to I like feel... keep it all in. Yeah. Yeah. Which is why some of them have been kind of quiet. I feel like. Yeah. Very interesting. Anything else you're watching? Let's see. What else? What I you're mean... like, nothing else is on. What do you tune to? Like I love house hunters on HGTV. Uh, I love Dateline. Anything true crime. Oh, yeah. I go to the ID channel if I'm not watching Bravo. Um, but I don't know. I'm like in this state of transition. I feel like I'm kind of going away from Bravo and yeah. starting to, I don't know, explore different areas. So we'll see. But I love the traders so much. Oh my God. Well, we will have to stay tuned. Um, remind us again where everyone can find you and what when you do your um your recaps of traders. Yes. Because you're so not really I, recapping, you're more talking about the strategy of it, right? Well, I do go through the episode and say, like I give the spoilers and we talk about everything. The intention is to continue the conversation after you've watched the episode. And so I've been doing that every week after they release their regular show and then they have their post-mortem show and then they have ancillary podcast episodes so i try to listen to all that and cover what's going on on social media which 
there hasn't been much going on this past week. There was some stuff going on like earlier, but um, right now I think the juiciest thing is like Marcus and Larsa. <laughs> I can't wait for that. But um, Bravo and Blaze with Jenny Blaze is on Spotify, Apple, iHeartRadio, wherever you get your podcasts. And you can also catch the video version of the podcast on my YouTube channel at Jenny Blaze. And on social media, you can find me at Bravo and Blaze on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. I don't know what else. I can't do Snapchat. Yeah, that's for our teenagers, right? <laughs> I guess I'm on threads too. I don't know. I just like yeah. post the same thing that I do on yeah, Twitter. Yeah, I think it, it posts the same stuff as Instagram. Yeah. Well, awesome. Thank you so much for chatting traders and all the Bravo stuff with me. I will. You've taught me into it. I'm going to go back and watch season one of the traders. I got to see it. how my, my girl Brandy does. She does well. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thanks, Jenny. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye.